Well, hello. Welcome to What the Hell? How are you guys doing today? Or how are you doing today, Tiffany? No, I really want to hear from everyone else. If we could just take a pause. <laughs> and how are you all doing today? How, each and every one of you, now's your chance to respond. Um, I'm good. I was just telling you right before we hit record that today is one of the best days I've had in a long time. Yay. That's so amazing to hear. End, yes. Thank you. Thank you. If we could just end now, it would be great because that means nothing else can like go wrong to undo what a good day yeah. has been so far. Well, then it sounds like you should wrap your day up with a epic talk with your bestie about passion, oh, exactly which is right. what we're going to talk about today. That's perfect. <laughs> yes, I am here for that. I'm here for that. Hi, bestie. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Brittany. And thanks for joining us on episode 28 of what the episode hell? Episode 28. That's right. We're already up to episode 28. Um, we act so shocked every single time. I know. Every every episode, we're like, can you believe we're still <laughs> doing this? Uh, so thank you for coming back this week. If you listened to our last few episodes, they were kind of like our more heavy ones so far, if you will. And I did want to touch on something I said in our last episode, Brittany, that I was not happy with myself when I listened back. Okay. And I just want to clarify what I meant by it. Um, it's a flub. I made a flub. I said something at one point where I said, I don't believe that conversations ever change hearts and minds. Mm. And that's not what I meant to say. What I meant to say was, I don't believe debate changes hearts and minds. So yes. I just want to clarify on that because like literally right after I said that, we went into this whole thing about like, have the conversation, talk to people. And I'm like, this makes no sense. And that's what I meant was that um, I don't think that like a debate, typically the point is to have a winner and a loser. Like when you even think about like elections, yeah. we have deba- debates with winners and losers and it's always who did the best and whatever. And then when you have a town hall with a politician and it's just a conversation it's not about winning and losing it's about talking about the issues yeah. so I just want to clarify on that I, I misspoke and I think we misspeak probably all the time but that one really bothered me because it's not what I meant at all um, I think conversations are where it's at and it is what we should be doing and you should have more of them and if you don't know what I'm talking about go listen to episodes one through 27 <laughs> <laughs> but yes. also 24, 25, and 26. So I just had to get that out and off my chest because it was bugging me. Totally. No, thanks yeah. for clarifying. You know, we're human. We're going to say things that even though I edit the podcast, like, you know, sometimes it's not till we listen to them back and we're like, oh, we should have said this this way. And most of the time it's like whatever. But we want to yeah. make sure that we're clear with you guys and like you hear. And ourselves. Our yeah. Yeah. Just like that's not even what I meant, Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's that. And yeah, we can move past it into this week so yeah awesome thank you and like you said this week we're going to talk about passion what it is what it maybe isn't if we have it or not yeah and to what extent do we have it yeah what role that plays in our life it's going to be I think this is going to be a good one I think so too I think it can spark a whole bunch of tangent and conversations that I think there's a lot, personally, just thinking about the two of us, I think there's a lot that we have in common about this topic, but then I think there's things that we do differ on this as well in terms of just our personalities. Um, And even talking about, like, there's passion itself, but then, like, what does that mean to be, like, say, a passionate person versus just having passion? Like, is that the same thing? Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. Stay tuned. Totally. Well, I'm going to do a thing that my dad always did in his uh, sermons when I was growing up, which I always like I've always been a bit of a writer and I love you, daddy, but I do call my dad daddy. I'm from the South. He's your daddy forever. Just is how it goes. Um, So (laughs) anytime he would start a sermon by giving a definition, I was like, that's hacky. That's a hacky (laughs) way to like start an essay or a sermon or something. It's like so obvious. You know what I Mm. mean? So in homage to my dad, let's start today's episode with a definition. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I was so judgmental as a child um, and here I am following in his footsteps. (laughs) Um, So I just wanted to know, like I had written in my notes coming up, yeah, we use notes, guys. Um, I had written, like, what is passion? Is it just, like, a big feeling? Is it just, like, a deep emotion? And kind of, like, if you if you Google it, dictionary.com says passion is a strong and barely controllable emotion. So no big deal, but I aced that one on the SAT. <laughs> and then number two, like, I have nothing to do with this. This is what dictionary.com says. It says the suffering and death of Jesus. Oh, my God. Is... The second, like, definition of passion. I didn't know it was, like, that ensconced in, you know, Christianity in the Bible. But 
I'm kind there of surprised is, by that. I mean, maybe it's because yeah. of the movie The Passion of the Christ. I'm, I'm wondering well, if Well, I think The Passion of the... I think it's probably backwards. Like, oh, The Passion sure. of the Christ is probably called that because, because of... the word... Yeah, I would pertains. never have associated that, though. That Like, that's not something yeah. I would think about. Same. I can understand why that may be in the dictionary, but I think the sort of Pentecostal or the, the verbiage we would have used is, like, being on fire for God, which I guess could be another version of passionate about God or whatever. Um, so, yeah. But that's interesting totally. that it's number two in the definition. Yeah. It, right? Well, now I'm wondering, though, if that's just, like, Google being Google and being, like, this will pertain to you. We're going to show you this definition. <laughs> it knows. Because it knows who you are. It knows. <laughs> no, it's so that's true. true. I actually. watched The Social Dilemma. <laughs> I know. Oh, you know what? I need to, like, literally write that down because I was, like, I was telling Curtis about that. I'm, like, we, there's something we were talking about that we're supposed to watch, and I forgot what it was. Social Dilemma. Yes, well, it was telling me. Yeah, The Social Dilemma, guys, if you haven't watched that yet, it tells you in it that, like, we know that Google autofills based on your search history, mm-hmm. but it not only autofills based on that, it also is autofilled based on where you are. Oh, okay. So it reinforces what you're Googling. Like, if you Google Donald Trump is, my result is going to come up completely differently from my brothers in Florida. Yeah, oh, that makes sense, yeah. Just regionally. So anyway, that's just a thing. So now I'm wondering, though, when I Googled passion, if the dictionary.com result came up with something related to Christianity because <laughs> of who funny. I am. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you guys Google it and tell me what you get from dictionary.com. Yeah. <laughs> so. So there was another article that I found when just researching passion and what we were going to talk about. And it comes from the World Economic Forum, where it gives a list of nine things that might define a passionate person. Because although I think they are the same in a certain sense, I think there might be things that later on we'll talk about where, like, maybe I don't define myself as a passionate person, but then I could be passionate about something. So, like, kind of the same, but there are differences. Um, And so it says, um, so what does passion look and feel like? A great way to understand passion is to consider what makes passionate people different from everybody else. Number one, passionate people are obsessed. Number two, they don't waste time. Number three, they're optimistic. Number four, they are early risers. Number five, they're willing to take big risks. Number six, they only have one speed, full tilt. Number seven, they talk about their passions all the time. Number eight, they're highly excitable. And number nine, they're all about their work. So that's kind of interesting. I think some of those, like, I'm sure, again, all these are sort of opinion pieces, but there might be people who are passionate and they are not early risers, but I guess this is maybe a more overall typical look of what a passionate yeah, person I'm would feeling, like. Yeah, I'm feeling called out on that, Brittany. Are you, was that? <laughs> I mean, I just thought maybe you would want to comment on that specific one, but. <laughs> I can't not comment on that. I can't not comment on that. So it, I, I do have to say about this list. Okay. As a whole, these things are listed in such a way that they're almost to be like revered or desired, but Mm -hmm. I take umbrage with a bunch of them. Like some of these things I hate. Like what? Like I specific, well, number four, they're early risers. Disgusting. (laughs) Number nine, they're all about their work. Like, I try to be somebody, like, I I don't even really have to try, but, like, if I'm going to focus in one direction or the other, I intentionally don't want to be that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Maybe I'm, like, anti-passion. Well, that's what, so I thought this would maybe bring this up, which we can then kind of get into what our feelings are about this, is, like, I do think it's revered. I think passionate people as a whole are kind of revered in our society because they're, like, these go-getter people. And that's not to say it's a bad thing, but I do think that then... And if they are revered, then what is the opposite of that? Then anybody that's not that yeah. way feels like, so are we also, are we not to be revered? Because like, exactly, you know, what does that mean? Well, I think that's exactly my issue with it is that it feels like it's like a pedestal situation. Yeah. That like if you're, if you behave this way and you have these attributes, then you are to be respected or acknowledged. And if you don't, it's, it it does feel like it's, if not this, then not that, or if this, then that, I guess that like the opposite feels bad and not just different. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say we're probably both feeling this way because I, at least for my sake, I won't speak for Tiffany, but I don't think I would define myself as a passionate person overall. 
Um, I think if there's a scale, like my husband and I were talking about this just before, like if let's say on the scale of not passionate at all or not being a passionate person versus being like the most passionate person, I would say that I feel like I fall somewhere in the midline because there's a lot of things about passionate people or the way that we are defining them mm-hmm. that I do identify with. But then in terms of just like being this super go-getter, passionate person, and even the list I just described, there's a lot I don't identify with. So I think I might yeah. fall somewhere in between, but that's also why I think we're, we're saying, you know, why should that be revered when we're probably, we're not naturally that way, whereas somebody who's very passionate might be like, well, of course we should be revered because we're super productive and we get shit done, or I don't know. I'm just kind of spewing yeah. now. Yeah, we do. And yeah, you do. You should see you should see the shit that Brittany gets done, y'all. You really should. I heard, okay, so this is something I heard one time. And I actually feel like in a different episode, it may have come up one time. But I heard somebody describe, and this is paraphrased. I can't even tell you where it came from. Probably a podcast. <laughs> but I once heard passion described as, um, the person said, what is that thing you wouldn't mind being woken up from a good sleep to go do that is what you're passionate about so because of that I basically figured out that my greatest passion is sleep (laughs) I I can attest to that being an accurate description of Tiffany (laughs) and it sounds like a joke and I guess on one one level it is but the only thing in this life I want to be waking up from a good sleep to do is to fall into a better sleep to take a nap like there's yes There's nothing better in my, whatever. I'm very, very, very good at sleep and resting. But I understand the idea. The idea that like, oh, if somebody woke you up to go do this, it wouldn't be the worst thing ever. So like, do you feel, can you name anything? I mean, it's hard for me, but like, can you name something that if somebody woke you up? And here's the thing too, I will say that it's that thing that I think you also probably on some level get compensated for in my opinion yeah yeah not that it is your job or has to be a job but like most of us aren't getting out of bed for something that doesn't like progress our life yeah and I don't know like based on what you just read I mean yeah I think depending on the phase of life you're in does anybody want to be woken up from a good sleep especially (laughs) not after having children like not really Um, but I'm also very different in you in the sense of sleeping. Like I, I will, would give up sleep if it means like more alone time or being able to work on something Mm. that I like because I'm not a big sleeper. Like I have come to, I'm very, I need my sleep. So it's not like I can run on no sleep, but I do think that like I would very readily give up sleep for something I'm excited about. Um, for me personally, I don't know if there's something I can list that I'd be super excited to get woken up for. I mean, honestly, real estate stuff, like depending on what it was, I could, I could see being excited about like working on a big project or like, uh, renovating something or like, you know, that kind of thing I could, I could get excited about, but yeah. Which, by the way, guys, I don't know if you know this, Brittany is also a real estate agent among (laughs) all of your, like my... all of your credentials. <laughs> so if you're looking to buy a home, hit us up. Her up, not me. Just her. <laughs> her and her alone. But I know what you mean. It's like that thing you almost just did a spit take. I did almost. Yep. Yeah. Brittany, you sucked that right down. I, su- I took That's a sip and then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you saved it. That was good. But I know what you mean. It's like that thing of, and again, so going back to the compensation thing, I know I'm going to get flack for that. I feel like I need to clarify and I'm not I'm not sure I exactly know how to clarify it but what I mean is we're not all hopping out of bed like in the middle of the night just for like a hobby or maybe some of us are but that's the I thing is I, I think because we're not passionate people we have a hard time feeling like how could anybody want to do that and yet I know people personally that will get up at like 6 a.m because they like it because they want to have more time in their day to do stuff and and, like, the only part of me that understands some of that is, like, as as our kids have gotten older, they're sleeping in more, which is amazing. But when they were little, there was a little part of me that, like, even though it sucked not getting the sleep, we would get so much done. Like, say on a Saturday, we'd have to be up at, like, 6.30 or 7 because of children. But, but then we would, like, go to the beach and, like, come back from the beach and all this stuff, like, before noon or 1. And then everybody else was, like, just waking up and getting going. And I'm like, oh, we've already had a whole day and now we still have a whole rest of the day. But that sounds terrible to somebody else. 
Yeah, but like, and it sounds amazing too, but isn't that just more like time management versus like yeah passion no I, I I'm not using that as an argument for passion I'm just saying like but at the I same can, time maybe it is though because you're passionate about spending time with your family yeah so it, sure sure that makes sense and I feel like passionate like for me personally the word passion is something I've like definitely rubbed up against pretty hard as I've gotten older but although I feel like I understand it more and more as I've gotten older so like for me because I'm somebody that moved around a million times, I've tried several different careers, I'm somebody that I still can't imagine doing just one thing for the rest of my life. Although I could picture, I could pick something that I think I could do now. Um, But because of that, for a while, I hated that question. Like, what are you most passionate about? And it would usually be something like music, which if you look at my life, I spend zero time on music. So that doesn't seem accurate either. Yeah. I definitely think that like passions change over time and like depending on the stage of life you were in, you know, I used to think I was not passionate about anything because I was so interested in so many things. But then I think I've started to understand that it's like I made I may not be the permanent passionate person. But I get passionate about certain things and then like go all in for a little bit and then and then I do get bored. So then I'll want to do something else. Well, I think that what's interesting about two things you just said there on that one specifically, I think with if anything, what that shows is that you have extremely varied interests, which means you can be passionate about a lot of different things. Yeah. If anything, I would say you're passionate about like discovery. Totally. You know, so it maybe it isn't like that one thing. It's like, oh, I'm not just passionate about only music or only whatever, like flipping houses or only furniture rehab or only making television, whatever. But it's like you are you love to discover. And like there's that sense of adventure in you where you never want to be locked down onto one thing. Yeah. But in Western culture, the second thing that what you brought up, I think we conflate our job, our career with passion all the time yeah that if they don't align then we're not a passionate person which like I said I already did that a few minutes ago being like ah if it's not getting me out of bed to like progress my life financially in some way then like screw it yeah I think that is I do think that might be uniquely American and or maybe not American but like western culture to be that way yeah I don't know because you look at like people I mean in Spain I need to be Spanish they're they're passionate about sleep too they take a midday <laughs> siesta exactly because they know that the rest of their day will be more productive if they have that midday siesta you know what I'm saying oh 100% I just think yeah I think we really do conflate that thing and because I've never had a career passion yeah like you were just describing I feel like I'm not a passionate person yeah well and I think I do think we've given it too much credit like I think that like we said in the beginning like it's used as a compliment or like you know, or yeah. sometimes at worst, like a euphemism. I think that, again, it, that had we had this conversation like five to seven years ago, I would have been like more insecure about it. But I think the older I've gotten, the more I've under, kind of understood what you're talking about and saying like, I don't, I don't feel the need to be this big passionate person. And I think it's okay to just have these little things that interest you. Uh, I mean, sometimes I'm jealous of like wanting to be more passionate, but but I think that that's even gone away right. as I've gotten older because I'm like, nah, I'm good with who I am. It's fine. Totally. And I think, too, that like because we conflate it so much, again, with career, that we forget about the things we're passionate about that have nothing to do with our like day-to-day with our jobs. Like, I think you, you know, you are passionate about social justice and, you know, whatever, equity and like all these different things and, you know, good schools for kids and these things that matter to you. And we forget that like you can be passionate about those things and not dedicate your entire waking life to it. Totally. I think passion also requires like a sense of vulnerability. And I think that is actually part of this. But that's actually the side for me personally that I don't find difficult and I can understand it because Curtis and I were talking about this. And like for him, that's something that he said that he struggles with is like being open and think, think like just being able to ask questions and not worry about, oh, are you going to sound stupid or whatever? Yeah. Because for him, it's like, it takes a little more effort to be vulnerable about certain things, but he can get super passionate about specific things. And I think for me, the vulnerability part is like the part that I, I would identify with in terms of passion and being like, I'm not, I feel like I'm more of a risk taker. And so like, I'd be open to something like being passionate about something going for it. If it doesn't work out, it's like, ah, okay, I tried. It's fine. You know? 
Yeah, which like that takes a lot of self-awareness and confidence to even be that way because I feel like I lean towards more what you're describing how Curtis has been in the past that I think it's very risky to be passionate. And Mm. so I feel like stunted. I'm like, I'm not going to put myself out there. I'm not going to put myself out there to show how much I care about something or to even not even show. It's not like I have all these things I care so much about and I'm hiding it. It's almost like I never even allow myself to fall into the caring enough to Mm. become passionate about it because I feel like it's risky business. Yeah. You know? No, that makes sense. It's risky business. That that totally makes sense. (laughs) Because I think think being a passionate person in something that – in my opinion that I admire about it is that those people live in the now and they live in the future like I also think of like passionate people as being dreamers and I don't think of myself as a dreamer so I almost envy it and I very much like I'm very nostalgic very sentimental I feel like I live my life with one foot in the past Mm. and so it's really hard for me you can't really be passionate about the past no, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, I guess that is probably a big difference between you and I because, and we, we at some point need to make an, an episode about nostalgia because that's where I think we differ. Probably one of our biggest differences, even though there's things that I do think I am nostalgic about that like for me, I think I'm, I would never define myself as a dreamer because again, I think I associate that as like a passionate person, but I do tend to always be thinking about what is the next thing which I feel like is kind of a definition of uh something that Tiffany wrote about which you should also talk about here in a second um because Tiffany's an excellent writer and has been writing some things on the side that you have to read but so kind it's (laughs) but like for me I don't I don't ever think about the past because I think and it's also because I have kids that are constantly growing but maybe you would think I'd be more nostalgic as I'm saying that out loud about thinking about oh there you are about the kids though I am you are about the kids yeah so, but like for me in terms of pa- things I'm passionate about, I'm always like, well, when's the next thing and what's the next thing? And like, what can I do to do, yeah. get to the next point, you know, and less about what has happened, I guess. Or it's hard for yeah. me to understand thinking about the past in that way. I don't know. I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. Oh, time in general, girl. I spend so much of my life thinking about how time makes no sense. Yeah. It's bizarre. I spe- <laughs> I used to spend a lot of time thinking about like, oh, one day we'll all be gone and we'll all be dead. I don't like whatever on that. Like right now, I'm in this thing where I keep thinking about how there's like all these people who lived their entire lives before us. And now here we are. And like all of their lives are just gone and over and done. And like they've completed their life mission. Mm-hmm. It's over. Oh, that, like I, it literally breaks my brain. Like it hurts. Yeah. And that at some point about we're like going to die and people won't remember us. Because and we'll just be... be the past too. And I don't care about not being remembered. Yeah. It's just the thing of like your life was this entire universe and all these people who have ever lived their lives were their entire, wasn't an, it was an entire universe. Maybe I'm passionate about space time continuums. <laughs> <laughs> being able to travel back and everything. It really screws with me, man. I, I love, I love movies and things about, about, um, time travel. The like, <laughs> they're all good. The next is better than the one before. And I love like 11, 22, 63. Like that was oh, so yeah, good. Yeah. Anything like that. Time traveler's wife, give it all to me. Give me um, a little time travel. Yeah. Yeah. Breaks my brain. Um, passion too I think like we think of it as like I think in America certainly like a type of person but I also think it can just be a trait like yeah like when I think about European so when I was in Greece two years ago it's the best trip I've ever been on in my life and the only of its type that I've ever been on and everyone in Greece in a certain way the people that we encountered are living in a certain way a simple life Mm -hmm. but they're like the most passionate people I've ever met in my life like a single glass of like house wine would be the most spectacular thing they could describe or mm. enjoy with you. And in Greece is like Western culture too, you know, to some extent it's European, but there's something different about your Europe and America for sure. Well, their sure. values are different. You know, we all have so different, different values, even just within the States. There's like things that we yeah. might value here in LA that like say in the Midwest, it'd be something totally different, you know? Yeah. And so maybe passion is a, can be a value and doesn't have to be a state of being. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I do agree. Am with I that. talking out of my ass now, or does that make sense? No, that what does. I'm it does make sense, but because, like, again, for for me, it's the the passionate person versus just like having passion as, as a person and yes. being passionate about a specific thing. 
as opposed to like living your life super passionately all the time because that also sounds kind of exhausting oh my god it sounds so exhausting I'm not into it and that article I'll just mention really quick that you were mentioning oh yes please tell us yes well I wrote it's very similar to what we're talking about in a certain way but I was talking about um highly ambitious people and how I'm like smug about being like a medium ambitions person with like Mm -hmm. medium level aspirations and nobody's gonna shame me for that ain't nobody gonna shame me for having me having medium (laughs) aspirations um but I think it's that thing too of like it it sounds exhausting to me to be so full of passion and like energy and things all the time I it's just not who I am if anything I'm so full of like melatonin and sleep cycles (laughs) totally (laughs) and tryptophan yeah no that makes sense and again I think it's a different different stages of life like when I think and this comes up all the time I feel like in life because we are you know I have kids and we have friends that have kids but then I also have a lot of friends that are either single or don't have children and it's like especially during the pandemic people will be like you're getting how are you getting so much done or whatever and I'm like also I don't have a choice on some of it I have a choice on some of it is like I'm just used to living my life at a certain speed because that's just what it's like with kids and and I think that like it's it's ironically easier sometimes for me to just keep doing stuff because I'm already just like go 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 anyways but I also really like my downtime so I don't have a problem with that and that's where I'm like I don't know that other passionate people would be like that but I'm like I can sit down and play video games for like two three hours no problem put to put down my passions or whatever except it's also probably but again maybe that is like your character trait is that you are passionate about your downtime and turning off or whatever it's just that we don't value that in the same way like you're describing yeah we don't like value leisure and we don't um well that's not true I think we value it I think Americans love it but I don't think we revere it we're not yeah. like, oh, good for you for being so good at relaxing. It's like, no, good for you for like running yourself into a ground and being, you know, pretending that you're like happily yeah, passionate about something and in truth, you're just worn out. And yeah. Tired. Well, it's like revered when people are like, I haven't taken a day off all year long. And you're like, disgusting. Yeah. You're like, why are you doing that to yourself? You know, or people that have like saved up tons of time just for no reason. I'm like, if you have vacation time, like just enjoy it man go for it oh my god when I hear about people who have like three weeks of vacation or whatever I'm like go to Europe (laughs) get out of here totally totally (laughs) what are you doing um well I think because in my opinion if I was going to flat out say am I a passionate person excuse me am I a passionate person or not my answer would be no if I have to just choose binary yes or no My answer would be no, according to the American westernized version of what it means. And I think because of that, though, I'm drawn to artists. Mm. I love a person who is passionate because I like to support that. Yeah. Um, And I I don't know. I just think I'm drawn to that as a person. It's just not who I I feel like I am. Yeah, which that's actually, that was actually on my list of, like, we both wrote some questions that we could talk about. And that was, like, exactly one of my questions was... You know, if you like, was it a quality that you actively thought about? Or like if I actually, I don't know that I was thinking about anything when I was like 18 years old and deciding to marry it, get married at 20. But like, do you think about being a passionate person in general? And like, how has that affected your relationship? Or was that a quality that was important to you in looking for a partner? And I feel like kind of with what you're saying, you're being, you were drawn to that personality because it was very different than you. And just something that, like, I can totally understand wanting to be around somebody like that if it's very different than how you are, just because it's an interesting character trait, you know? Totally. I like somebody who creates, like, whatever that means um, for that person. I don't have, like, a specific thing. Like, I don't need to be with a musician. I'm glad I am. Um, (laughs) But, like, it it doesn't matter what they create. But, like, uh, when I got divorced, one of my biggest fears in life, I was like, I'm going to end up with like a balding stockbroker <laughs> you have ended up with the opposite of that <laughs> I was terrified of that and like I just kept being like that is my lot in life that is my lot in life somebody who like loves numbers and doesn't care that there is a way to save your hair that is what I'm going to do <laughs> and listen I don't care if you're balding like nobody actually cares it's just like am I mean I don't know no, I'm just it's, being honest it's like fine. <laughs> I'm making a joke you guys um some people want tall model people that's not me either so we're all just not something but 
I knew what I didn't want more than I did. And then I ended up with an artist again, which seems to be my track record. And, um, and I was very, I am very pleasantly surprised because it's like that, uh, it's just that yin and yang dichotomy that I think people seek on some level and I like it. (laughs) No, that makes sense. And it's funny thinking back to dating Curtis and like, even now I remember always thinking of him as the dreamer in our like out of the two of us and like I I do think over the years things have changed like we've we've kind of ebbed and flowed of the things that we're interested in or passionate about at the time and I don't know that either of us are like big dreamers but I think I would have called him that back in high school um because he for me I identified passion and a passionate person as somebody that had like goals and direction Mm -hmm. of what they wanted to do and for years and years and years like really up until very recently I was just like if you ask me well what do you want to do I'm like I I don't I don't know what the hell I want to do I don't know and that was why I always struggled with like I was not comfortable with how many different like things I was interested in because it felt I felt like I was almost like being flaky and and somebody might look at it that way but for me it was like coming to terms with it being okay of being interested in lots of things and there are consequences to that in the sense of climbing a ladder like somebody who starts early on is probably way more is is not probably is way more successful than I am right now and there's you know but then there's consequences on the other side of like well then it's hard to then try something new when you've been in the same thing for so long so I I can see both sides of that um a question I would have for you though is like okay if you don't define yourself as a passionate person is the opposite of that apathy and would you define yourself as an apathetic person or is there like somewhere in between that that you would define yourself great question (laughs) so again apathy I think is something that gets a bad rap like (laughs) apathy if anything could be seen as self-control that you don't get like burnt you know bent out of shape over something sure because it's like listen it's neither here nor there and I think I do have like pretty strong qualities of that especially like once you go through something in your life that you at least perceive as traumatic or um that really is upsetting yeah (laughs) to put it mildly there's one of two ways you can go. You can become like an ultra sensitive person and everything bothers you, or you can realize that there's so much worse happening in the world and not as much bothers you. Yeah. And I do in a certain way admire a bit of my apathy that I might have, <laughs> but, um, totally maybe though. A, I get that. A, yeah. I think a better way to maybe put it though, would be unruffled. <laughs> unruffled. I like that. Than apathetic. Yeah. So, I don't know if that answers your question or not. No, it does, because I do think apathy or being an apathetic person sounds like a negative thing, and so, but I totally see what you're saying, like the value in not, everything not being so passionate and being, knowing when to just like, slow your roll a little bit. Yeah, do our highs have to be so high and our lows have to be so low, and sometimes absolutely yes, Yeah. but like, I think it's more of just like a rolling with the punches thing. I'm not even passionate about like the bad yeah you know if anything I will say that I'm really passionate about I can be a very self-righteous person which I brought up before and I go to therapy for um (laughs) but I I don't want to be so passionate about being (laughs) self-righteous so yeah if anything I think that that's an area I want to like tone down because I can get like heated like almost that like debate level of things of like it should be this way because blah 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 because I said so and it makes sense and how could you ever think otherwise kind of like earlier today I was asking my boyfriend if he could like break things down for the gardener before he came we have like boxes outside they just need to be put out of the way and I was feeling super self-righteous and passionate (laughs) about it but at the end of the day the gardener can just kick them yeah (laughs) you know what I'm saying totally like I just get very like this is the way it should be and I get very passionate about that but I don't know that that would be um that that would be a positive yeah do you think I think people with passion can be assholes (laughs) do you think it's an important part of a relationship like this just thinking of the word passion like in relationship like your actual relationship no I don't think so yeah I don't think it's like I don't think it's that important I think I think it's cool if you have it and if you don't like you're probably a lot more stable yeah I mean that's a, you probably yeah. 
you know, you might get along a lot better. You might like have more shared values. And I don't think it's wrong to have it either. I don't think it's wrong if you're super passionate, whether it's like physically or emotionally or whatever the case may be. But like, I don't think that it, I think it, in my opinion, in my experience, I think it's better to be a passionate, to have a passionate person than a passionate relationship. Sure. I can definitely understand that. Cause I feel, I feel like from, I can't even say from, like, my experience because I think Curtis and I were very passionate, like, when we were teenagers and stuff like that, but we've been married for 14 years, and I think we have spurts of passion, but as a whole, we're pretty, like, stable. Um, We've never had a tumultuous sort of relationship. That's not, like, how we function, and and I know this is kind of speaking negatively about that, but in my experience from observing others, it feels like a lot of very passionate relationships can just can end up having a a lot of struggles because it you want that high 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 but then with that high comes a very low low and I think the that that's difficult to maintain long term so yeah I think it like can it can equate to volatility that doesn't mean it is volatility at all times and if you have a beautiful passionate relationship good for you (laughs) we're really happy for you but yeah yeah I think I think I agree with you, Brittany. Is what I think. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, here's the thing: is that as you know, although I don't like to do math, I like to quantify things. And yes. Brittany, my lovely co-host over here, has found <laughs> this amazing list. It's a true/false list, right? Like yeah. we're supposed to go through. Okay, so like, we'll yes share this no, with yeah. you guys too, yeah. and say. You know, you do, you got to do the quiz too, but we're going to do the quiz together and find out if we're completely wrong about ourselves or if we really like know ourselves well mm-hmm. and let's figure out how passionate we are. Yeah. That you want to do it? Yeah. No, I think it's a great idea. And so basically we're going to just read down this list and you can do it with us. Well, we can also put a link in our notes or on our website and yeah. Yeah, either go yes, no, true, false if you identify with the statement that we will say. So we'll go pretty yes. fast through them. Um, we will. And here's the thing is we have, here's what the problem with it. Cause I've skimmed this list. I haven't read it in depth. Some of these are hard to answer and we can talk about them as we go if we need to, but some of them are hard. So what we're going to have to do is say if it's more true or more false, even exactly. though it could be like 49, 51. Yeah. If it's lean into the 51, you got to go that way. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay. This quiz is from the website live happy and basically it's titled, how do you rate on the passion scale? So we will go through all these and then they have like some, I mean, it's, if, I don't know how old all of you guys are here listening, but you know, back in the day you would get these like quizzes in the magazines of like, how, whatever oh, yes. are you? How much of a Gemini are you? How likely are you to marry? I don't know. I'm just making up stuff, but it's that kind <laughs> of thing where we will tally them. And then based on your score, they have a, a definition of like where you would fall on the passion scale. Perfect. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm so ready. so ready. Let's do this. Okay. I'm like, and you're going to hear me typing. Okay. I'm just going to throw that disclaimer out now. Like I'm a loud typer. This is what it sounds like. I'm sorry for your <laughs> editing, Brittany. I'm telling them so you don't have to edit it out. It's totally fine. <laughs> All right. Number, uh, number I'm one. I'm a passionate typer. You are a passionate typer, <laughs> okay. but it's kind of beautiful. It's like that clickety clackety like office. I don't know. There's something, it's it kind is. of like a little, it got a little ASMR thing going on. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> I'm with you. Okay, number one, I get excited about the things I like to do. True. False. Number two, I would rather be awake doing what I love than sleeping. True. False. (laughs) I would consider myself a person who gets more enthusiastic than the average person. False? I don't know. I feel like this is also interesting, what we would say about each other. Oh, that's fun to like do the test blind, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um. It it well it it is that thing where it definitely depends on what the thing is, but I feel like I'm a pretty even keel person, so I'm gonna say false. That's what I feel that way too, and I think I can be easily excited, but I wouldn't say overall I'm a more enthusiastic than the average person. Yeah, I agree. I think you're answering well so far. Okay. <laughs> you too. Uh, number four, I can be driven to action by my anger. True. Same. True. Number five, I can be driven to action by my feelings of happiness. True. I don't even I like, don't know. What's an example of what that would even be? I, that's what I'm trying to think. Um, you know, here's the thing. Like, I would think of like, oh, I just found out one of my best friends is pregnant. Let's put together a whole like party. Yeah. So in that sense, the answer would be true for me. Yeah, I feel like I would say true for you. Number six, I am emotional and my emotions tend to be powerful. 
I would say false. Do you, or I don't know. Is that inaccurate for me? I don't know. <laughs> I think my emotions are just very powerful when I'm on my period. <laughs> <laughs> for like basically 10 days of every 30, this would be true, but that's yeah. less than half. So we got to make it false. I agree. I agree. Okay. Okay. False. <laughs> Curtis is going to listen to this and be like, you're lying. Um, number seven, I have a good sense of what my purpose is in life and I pursue it. These are hard. They're hard, but girl, 5149, what's it going to be? True. Yeah, false over here. False, false, false. <laughs> uh, I take risks for things that I view to be important. True. Hmm. I can't even think of a single, like, example of that. But my my leniency is to say false. I don't like to take risks. I'm not a risk taker. Okay. Okay, I'm going with false. Um, number 10, I prioritize doing things that I love. True. True. I'll say true as well. Number 10, if I feel strongly about something, I invest energy into it. Uh, true. Yeah, true. Same. Okay, number 11, I try to direct my attention towards people, places, and things that make me feel good. True. Yeah, same. I'm very passionate about that. Yeah. Uh, number 12, I talk with others about the things that I am passionate about. I'd say true. Uh, yeah, true. Same. Yeah. Um, number 13, I consider myself to be driven. True. I want to say false. For you? I feel like that's a hard thing. Like, driven. I'm not lazy. No, you're you not at saying? all. Like, not lazy. I, but I'm not overly ambitious. I guess I have a strong sense of responsibility. So I feel like I, yeah. again, to use the word conflate, I match those up a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. responsibility. So, yeah, let's go with true. Okay. Number 14, I know what I want and I try to go after it. I will say true for this now, but this has not been, this has been very much like, this would not have been true even like three years ago. Yeah. Majorly false for me. <laughs> okay. Number 15, I often push myself to my limit. Uh, I would say false. Yeah. False. Same over here. Um, if, if that was the case, I'd be in the best shape of my life and it's just never going to happen for me. <laughs> um, I like carbs too much. Number 16. When I am excited about something, I often go after it full speed ahead. True. Yeah. That's definitely true for you. Um, when I'm excited about something, I would say I go for it like seven out of 10. Does that <laughs> count as full speed ahead? Like I would say, I would say you could say true for this one for you. I think like right. if you really are excited about something, because to me, that's the part I don't struggle with that second half. It's the, you need to, if you're excited, then I think you go for it. But I think it takes a lot for you to get excited. Yes. That's, I think that's so, fair. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Uh, number 17. I often get so wrapped up in doing what I love that I lose track of time. Ooh, that depends on what it is. <laughs> is it dishes and murder podcast? Yeah. <laughs> then <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> if it's video games, yes. Um, I would say false. I don't. I don't know that I would say that's yeah. a consistent thing for me. Same false. Number eighteen. I try to get others involved in my favorite activities. True. Um. Ah, uh, I don't know. Is that true? Yeah, I'm like no false. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, well, no, I was thinking for myself. Like, I, I, I'm comfortable with true for you. If false feels more true, we'll change it. But, like, my favorite activities are, like, hanging around playing, like, board games and drinking champagne. So, I guess I do try to get people involved. Yeah. Well, and that's, like, part of my – some of my favorite activities, if we're talking about, like, non – being things that are we're not compensated for, like – I love playing video games, but, like, I don't want to play with anybody. I want to play by myself. So, like, that's the yeah. part where I'm, like, a lot of my favorite activities are me time because right. it's important to me. So, I guess if the question was, like, things I'm passionate about, like, real estate or stuff like that, then, yeah, I like to talk to people and get them involved in it. But as a whole, I probably would say false. Yeah. I'm with you. I think that's fair. Number 19, I take time to figure out what is important to me. I would say false. Okay. I I feel like that's the shows a sense of like really sitting with things and I tend to like be a quick decision maker type person I hear you. to my detriment sometimes. So I don't know that I really take the time to do that. 
Yeah, I would say where I feel like I'm I'm on the other side where I feel like I sit with it all the time and I'm like, I need to put my time and investment into what is most important to me. So I don't know that I've made progress doing it, but do I spend the time? The time gets spent. Yes, yeah. <laughs> true. I often feel like I cannot relax until I accomplish something I am working on. Oh, false. I don't have oh, a... Oh, really? I actually... I think this is probably something ironic that maybe people think about me, but I, I have no problem stopping and just like relaxing even with as many things as I kind of juggle right now in my life like I will stop it I don't have a problem stopping whatsoever that's great I think that's amazing I feel like I could stop doing whatever but like I will never stop thinking about it so I'm more prone to just finishing the thing yeah so that I can relax just be done. because I, yeah yeah I'll think about it nonstop. Okay, I will take our second half. Uh, Number 21, if I am interested in something, I can be known to research it in a driven and motivated way. True. Same. True. For sure true. Uh, Number 22, I push past my fears if there is something on the other side that I want. True. Good job. False for me. Huge false. No risky. (laughs) No risky for (laughs) Tiffany. Uh, Number 23, I have so much I want to do that I sometimes don't have time to do at all. True. And for me, false. (laughs) 24. Uh, I don't have kids, so I got a lot of time, y'all. 24. I believe that you can always do more, be more, and learn more. 100% true. Yeah, same. True. That's an easy yes. Yeah. Easy yes. Okay, uh, 25. If I set a goal, I typically meet it. False. Really? I don't think that about you at all. I feel like it is very true. I guess I I need context. If this is in terms of work... I would say 100% true. If this is in terms of personal life, like the fact that I've wanted to lose 30, 40 pounds for the last seven years, then 100% big fat false. (laughs) But that's one thing among like an entire, uh, you know, sample size of life behaviors. Okay, then maybe it's true. Yeah, you're wrong on that one. It's the first okay. time I'm calling you out. If you set a goal, you absolutely meet it. Like, I've never known you not to. I mean, that is, you know. Thank you. It's true. I just feel like it's the, the looming one that I'm like, if I could just apply my drivenness to this one area of my life. But I feel the same way about so many things, though, too. But as I, I hear you, but like as a whole, I would say, like, if I'm going to say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, especially outside of myself, especially if it's not for me. Yeah. If totally. someone else is counting on me whatsoever, like it's going to get done. That's true. Sure. That, then I, and that's yeah, true I agree. for you, too. Yeah. Okay. You're allowed to be wrong about yourself, Brittany. That's what I'm here <laughs> for. 26. Unless there are extreme circumstances, I, al- I always make time for what I love. True same true it's very important 27 I take a stand for causes that are important to me you know I I will say true I feel like the fact that we're doing this podcast is an example absolutely is true true 28 I speak up about topics that I value true yeah that one's not that different from the last one whoever wrote this do better yeah (laughs) not that different okay yeah true true for me as well 29 I hope that my enthusiasm rubs off on others uh false I that's not like a yeah yeah absolutely false the only thing I really care about my enthusiasm rubbing off on is for like my enthusiasm about this house staying like clean to rub off on Josh (laughs) (laughs) that's about all I care about okay yeah 30 even if I have a bad day or feel down I try to motivate myself to do something positive false same absolutely false I want to be that person like you said a few times ago I want to be that way it's just not who I am yeah But Josh helps. He's very optimistic. Okay, 31. I dream about doing great things. True. True for you, not for me. False. (laughs) All right, 32. If one thing doesn't work out, I work hard to find something else. True. True. Same for me. True. 33. I would call myself brave. True. Same. I would say, I would say, like, it feels almost like, oh my God, I think of myself as brave. But on last episode of the show, I think we mentioned, I think it was last episode, that a definition I saw of brave is being able to endure pain. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's the definition of brave, then like, hell yeah, bring it on. I agree. (laughs) Okay. 34. I would call myself enthusiastic. False. No, false. You think I'm enthusiastic? I think. I think I laugh With a me, lot, but you so. do laugh a lot. I think of that as enthusiastic, and you're also the type to like offer yourself up to like 
help people. Oh, or sure. Like, I'm thinking about enthusiastic, like, dun, 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 you know? <laughs> no, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but like, I think you're not like over the top, but I think you, you're zesty. Okay. Let's change it to true. All right. Whatever feels true for this you. This is Brittany. my therapy okay, session. Thank you, bestie. <laughs> <laughs> this is really helpful. 35. I would call myself focused. False. Oh yeah, okay, that is true. For I you. actually feel focused. like I have a really true. hard time with being focused because I'm always thinking of the 20 other things that I need to do or should do, or I'm thinking five steps ahead, as Curtis can attest. Where I'm like, I want to be at this point in my business, but yeah. I haven't done the five steps before that. So, yeah, yeah. But I also think like that's something I admire about you is that you're so unafraid to try anything. It's the best. Oh, thank you. Okay, 36. I would call myself motivated. True. Mm, Not about false. weight loss, but. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with false on that because I'm like so fine to just survive. Okay, 37, <laughs> I would call myself. That needs to be a, a t-shirt. I'm I'm just, what did you just say? I am so fine with surviving. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> 37, I would call myself open to new people, opportunities, and ideas. True. True. Same here. True. 38, I am dedicated and motivated to learn and grow. True. True. 39. When I do something I love, I want others to experience my joy. I say true. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I I don't know though that like, oh, when I do something I love, I was thinking about learning something I love. I'm like, what do I do that I love? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I guess that's a, yeah. Like read? I want others to experience my joy. Clean and listen to murder podcasts? Like, I know, but you would share like justice websites. But like if you listen to like a great uh, podcast, you'd be like, girl, you have to listen to this podcast because you know it will bring me joy. Absolutely. Okay, yes. So that's also a true. Okay, number 40. Drum roll, please. (laughs) This is the last one. I don't know if we ever said it was 40 to begin with. Yeah, there's 40 questions. Just like all the fasting and stuff in the Bible. 40 is an important number. <laughs> okay. When I think of the word passionate, I think of me. Three, two, one. False. false. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Same. I don't think of false at, or I don't think of myself as passionate at all. Okay. Um, however, we've got to do a tally really quick. So before we do the tally, I want to tell you what the quiz says based on your numbers. Okay. Okay. This is fabulous, Brittany. What a great find. Thanks. 30 to 40 makes you highly passionate. 20 to 29 means that you are a passionate person who allots some time and energy towards passions without going overboard. 10 to 19 means you know what you're passionate about, but you need to work on setting goals and gaining tools. And 0 to 9 means that being passionate does not come easily. <laughs> does not come easily to you, but you can learn to infuse more of this. Without counting, where do you think you're you're landing? I think I'm going to fall between 0 and 19 is my guess. Okay. So yeah. there's four tiers. So either the bottom tier or one tier. You're up. definitely you not the you bottom are? tier. You're definitely not the bottom tier. I think I think okay. you're between the, the second and the third. Oh, I don't think the third at all. We'll find out. What do you think you are? I think I am in the third. Possibly an early top one. but You could be. But you could be. I'm thinking the third. So we'll see. Okay. Let's Please enjoy this break while we do counting. Yeah. <laughs> One day we will okay. have a sponsor. I was right. What did you get? 29. Wow. What did you like get? I'm shocked. I got 24. Oh, you're more passionate than you thought. Apparently. It, I'm almost offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we both fell in the same range. So I am going to go ahead and read the entire description of that range since we're go the same it. one. Okay, it says you, we, are a person who is passionate and allots some time and energy toward your passions without going overboard. Ask yourself if you can find a way to carve out more space in your life to enjoy what it is you are passionate about. If some, if some of your passions are limited due to fear or financial means or other obstacles, develop a plan to up- overcome those challenges. That was nice. Novel. Yeah, okay. All right. I'm All surprised. Right. Okay. Well, listen – this is illuminating. I think, I don't know, like, what it says to do. I don't know that I want to. Do you feel like you want to be a more passionate person? I feel like I would actually say 
Sometimes yes, because I actually feel like I'm somebody that I do have a lot of goals that I want to achieve. And I feel like if I was more driven, I could get there. But I'm, there's like the laziness in me and just like, like take for example, real estate. So Mm -hmm. there's a side of me that I, I do, I have like big dreams and goals of what I feel like it could be but I feel like I also know the cost that that might require not even financially just like literal time commitment all those things and so it's weighing that part of it and as much as you think I'm a risk taker and I am I do think there's a part of me that's like but then to really put all my eggs in one basket means like if I fail then like that will also be devastating so but I, I sometimes I'm like, I feel like I'll get right up to the cusp and be like, I'm not going to fully go into it because then I might fail. You know, I can just be like, oh, yeah, decent at it, but not like it's self-protection. It is. It is. So there is that, too, where I'm like, I could see myself like being super successful and like maybe having a team or like do- doing all kinds of stuff. But I feel like I'm I am afraid of that, too. Yeah, so. I think a big part of like my reluctance I was trying to find the right word my reluctance to be passionate or to like wholly embrace passionate people certainly comes from like I think I grew up with like a chip on my shoulder of like who do you think you are Mm. for other people that like especially if things come easy to someone I I think that deep down I might outwardly be like cool yeah whatever but inside I think I have this thing this like self-righteousness or something of like you know if say I'm just thinking like socioeconomically right now but say somebody had all of these opportunities that like I didn't or someone else didn't have I think I have a way and this is terrible but I have a way of looking at them and being like "Mm, well you know it was so easy for you so like you're not special like it's really cute that you're passionate about it but you're not special like all of that was handed to you and like how gross is that but it's good you're aware of that because I I could totally identify with that too yeah I mean but like it's an awareness but it's also like so deep-seated that that is my initial reaction to things and I don't want to be that way especially because anybody who's a parent or wants to have kids one day has said I want to give them more than I had yeah everybody does that that's like human nature and yet when you see somebody giving their kids like more than what they had at the same time you sit there and you're like well you're spoiling them well Mm -hmm. they're not going to be a good you know what I mean yeah so I'm just even thinking I don't have kids or anything so I'm thinking about my own peers and other people where I'm like who do you think you are that you can just go for it (laughs) yeah yeah no totally you know yeah it's it definitely is like a chip on my shoulder it's a predisposition that I have I don't want to be that way especially you know I was talking I'm passionate about being self-righteous what is that if not (laughs) self-righteous no but but the thing is like you're like I just said you're aware of those things and like I think so many of us are the same way I think being even like struggling with being self-righteous like that's definitely something I struggle with as well and definitely should be in therapy for um (laughs) because it's like I know that it's the right way is my way but you know it's fine they can tell me differently (laughs) oh right I know therapists are good about that (laughs) yeah so I know I totally I totally feel that and it is a vulnerability people who are passionate you know there's this beautiful like balls to the wall like nobody's gonna tell me different kind of thing that they have that I just don't innately have And if anything, on some level, what I'm dealing with is a level of like jealousy. Like I wish I could be like Mm -hmm. that too, you know? Yeah. So I guess what I need to do is separate my judgments and feelings about what it is to be a passionate person from my own goals. Because I have things that I want to do too, but I I think I purposefully like sabotage myself. Yeah. Are you somebody that looks at other people because I don't know if this is like a general thing that everybody does um or if this is like personality thing but do you look at other people and go like let's say they're very talented in something but they're not pursuing it super hardcore where you're like man if only you would just like go for it it would be amazing oh, I don't think like that at all see I think like that all the time all the time and like I was in, I was like as I'm you were saying describing what you were saying I was like I wonder if that's a big difference, too, because, like, for example, with you, I think about the fact that, like, I'm going to say it again, but Tiffany's, like, an incredible writer and should be doing it full time. Like, she's amazing. And I look at you and I'm like, oh, my God, you could just be this, like, make all this money. And, like, I just start thinking about that for people in, like, a great way where I'm like, well, I mean, I think it's a great way, but I'm like, 
you could be this this thing if you're just like go for it but then I know that's easy to say or think about yeah. somebody when it's not that your personality or like somebody else's personality yeah. but it's like this thing in me where I I feel like maybe something I'm passionate about in a way is just like helping people reach their the thing that they want to mm-hmm. be and I also have to recognize that like just because I think somebody's good at that doesn't mean that's what they want to do or need to do it's just more like trying to empower people I think it's like the teacher in me that's like you could do this thing like just totally you know kind of like YOLO you only live one time one life and if you guys don't know Brittany used to be a teacher too (laughs) high school teacher you're so cool you're so cool am I or I'm just like the flakiest can't decide on life person ever but that's okay (laughs) not at all no you were no you're you're an adventurer's soul I thank god I'm not a teacher right now like praise oh honey all of you for who are teaching but like hell to the no hell to the (laughs) no sorry I interrupted you Uh, no no not at all I was just gonna say though I think that that again is like the whole like limiting uh, mindset or growth mindset and my predisposition is to have a limited mindset yeah my predisposition is to say like sure yeah like I'm an okay writer or whatever but like there's millions of okay writers and great and amazing You're not writers. an okay and, like, writer. Why would I think Brittany thinks but like why would I rise you know what I mean to the be the like, cream of the crop or whatever when there's plenty out there like that. So yeah. so just to answer your question I don't think that way. I don't look at other people. I'm like yeah you'll probably fail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't go. Like, seriously, like, hey, kid, like, don't study acting in college. Get a real degree, you know? I'm definitely that type of person. It's horrible. It's horrible. But I would think the same thing. Like, I, yeah, like, there was things I wish I would have pursued in college, but I was very much like, no, this is what will get me a job. So I still think about that, too, with people. But I do think there's, I think I was just curious because I'm like, I think about that with people all the time where I'm like, oh, my God, if they, if I had that talent, like, I'd be trying to do X, Y, Z with it, but I don't have that talent. And so then I, like, want other people to do that thing so that they can, yeah. like, just be doing what you are super amazing at. I mean, you're amazing at everything you do. But, like, just seeing these glimpses of the writing, I'm like, girl. I need you. You know what I need from you? I need you to record, like, a mantra thing to put me to bed every night and, like, wake up to in the morning. Because you're just, like making me feel good uh, well i it's my job I'm your best friend <laughs> I know I want your voice on like a, I need it on cd I need it burned onto a cd so that I can I still have a cd player in my car and it's not even that old it's 2015 still has it and I'm just gonna listen to you be like you can do it <laughs> I believe in you yeah I want that yeah you are a passionate person oh yes you are <laughs> Maybe this can be arranged. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But yeah, this is, I think it's just like, this is good. This is good food for thought. I've never in a million years thought on this quiz that I would score as highly as I did. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. Um, I think I already used this word once, but yes, illuminating. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it. Uh, okay. So I think we need to close out by just saying a few things we know for a fact we're passionate about. Yes. And when I went to do this, it like... I only listed one thing and it was so easy. <laughs> yes. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. French fries. Oh, yes. All the <laughs> potatoes. Can we just say just all the potatoes in every form? Potatoes Not all the in potatoes. any form. Yes. But specifically French fries. Yeah. I'm, I'm passionate about them. I want to taste them. I want to fry them. I want to try them. I want to top them with things. I'm oh, passionate yes. about it. It's true. I do want other people to experience that joy. <laughs> like, I do want to talk about it over, you know, a glass of champagne. Let's talk about French fries. Yeah. I just feel very strongly about it. So. I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It feels nice. I feel like I would say, I would tack onto that and say <laughs> potatoes um, and pasta. So just all the carbs, <laughs> just all the white carbs. Yes, girl. See, are, I love I love fried stuff. Yeah. Well, for, oh, me too. Me too. Yes. Um, I know the pasta thing is like, I, I don't know what happened to me as a child, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm going to blame it. I, would I, I don't know if my parents are even going to listen to this, but... I blame it a little bit on the fact that, like, we didn't have mac and cheese in South Africa. It's not a thing. Ma- mm. Macaroni and cheese is not, like, a... Travis. It's an American thing. And so people would send us these little... The boxes of Kraft mac and cheese. But we would get them, like... Uh, we would maybe have, like, four boxes for, like, the year. Like, or, like, maybe six. 
And so we got it on very special occasions. And so I think I have this thing. And my mom made a mean spaghetti sauce. And so I always love spaghetti. But I have this, like, thing about mac and cheese. Because I think when I came to college and I realized I could just buy mac and cheese whenever the hell I wanted to, (laughs) I thought I had died and gone to heaven. I was like, give me every kind of mac and cheese there is. I want to try it all. And it's still a thing for me to this day. So... Which I can attest to, too. Like, there's nothing quite like a really good mac and cheese. Yeah. There's just... And out here in LA, I miss all of our restaurants and going and and stuff. And it's become this, like, thing. Every place has, like, this special mac and cheese. Like, truffle mac and cheese. Or, like, mac and cheese with a baked breading on top with jalapenos. Mm. Like, oh, give it to all to me. stuff. Yes. (laughs) So... That is, so food, food, I'm passionate about food and then some video games, you know, just all the healthy things in life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm passionate about this. Like this is like the first creative project I've had in a long time that like, listen, I'm not going to be woken up out of bed to record it. Brittany. <laughs> However, I will wake up and record it with you always. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It. I agree. I love it too. And I think it's like, you know, yes, we are best friends and love hanging out together. But the fact that we've continued to do this for as long as it's been so far, I'm like, we really enjoy it. And yeah. yeah I and agree. I think the question is, so if passion comes to you easily, I would love to know how and why and what you're passionate about. Like inspire us over here because we did not fall into the upper range. We are not yeah. in the 30 to 40s. Yeah. So what are those things? Like, how do you find the way, especially if, you know, you've heard to my judgmental ass over here, like (laughs) how, you know, how can I be like you? I want to be like Mike. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know. I'm curious if people can just decide to be like, I'm just going to decide to be passionate. And then like, can it become something that you're actually like, it becomes a normal, natural thing? Like, maybe. Yeah. I think maybe because, you know, they say, like, especially with things like fitness and stuff like that, a lot of people say now that, like, it doesn't go motivation, then commitment, then results. It's commitment, then motivation, if ever, then results. Yeah. So, like, I do think on some level, just, like, the the decisiveness of the choosing is it to some extent. But some people are lucky where, like, they don't have to choose – and then some try. of us, yeah. yeah, have to choose. I think totally. it's like that. Yeah, that makes IMO. sense. Yeah. yeah. Well. This was fun. Was I know. Another great this conversation with Tiffany. I love good. it. And, and with Brittany. Yes. <laughs> also, side note, but um, Tiffany's been working hard on our social media. Thank you. And she's been posting some great stuff, and we love all of your responses. So yes. keep commenting. The last thing that just was up there was like a playlist of – the most amazing songs and artists that I've already I had forgotten about and now I get to reminisce about so yeah yeah like follow subscribe all those things we love it thank you for your support yes thank you so much share with a friend and come back next week and until then I'm Tiffany and I'm Brittany bye